What up, what up, what up? Yeah, yeah. Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, guys. Okay. <laughs> so, you look, you're probably like, yo, what is happening? No, no. This is third time's a uh, charm, guys. This is the third time we're trying to record this. Can't even get through the first, like, freaking 15 minutes of, of this. The first time we spontaneously lost power. It's a perfectly sunny day. It said there was tree issues. I don't know. Maybe from a storm and it finally fell. Who knows? But we lost power and we use a desktop to record. So it went poof in the middle of it. Okay. Then we took a break. We came back. Then we just got into it. We were flowing. We were having great conversation again. And then we look back and the computer stopped recording. And it says like overload and all this stuff. And... So here we are, and we're just a little bit frustrated because we're both tired. It's been a long few days. If we can get through <laughs> this first episode and then through the rest of the podcast, I'll be happy. But right now, I'm just, like, upset, and I just want to throw my computer to the floor. <laughs> Other than that, guys, I hope you're having a great day. <laughs> so that's what's going on. The the what up and happy Tuesday. It just it was great the first time, right? And then the second time... <laughs> He he really he pushed through and he made it good again and then just now it wasn't I couldn't fake the funk I was just like oh god this is what's this is what's happening but we are determined okay because again we never miss a week and we got you guys but we're just a wee bit frustrated <laughs> here we go so we're gonna continue continue on and have another good conversation on the first topic and, and it's gonna record and i'll probably be looking at the computer every two minutes now to make sure it's recording because we got a lot there's a lot in this episode and i just want to get it done let's uh, there's a whole lot we want to talk about um before we do it guys if you're returning to this episode yo thank you for bearing with us what's going on if you are new hey stick around it's gonna get good why not always crazy yeah. I mean, we're always crazy, but it, oh. we're, you know, oh my God. this doesn't always happen. <laughs> I am Shadow, if you guys did not know, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. <laughs> Welcome to the Page and Simpsons podcast. We just had to, you know, bring it, bring it down because, yeah, yeah, we're frustrated. Oof. It's you know. All right, guys. <laughs> Before we get into this topic, I just want to plug a, a an ad in for ourselves. If you are watching the video version of this podcast, we are currently rocking our Good Feeling Apparel shirts. Lauren is rocking Women Against Patriarchy, um, which you can find on Etsy shop. And I am currently rocking my Ambition shirt that you can also find on, on our Etsy shop, Good Feeling Apparel. Yeah, so mine has the just one uh, color text because um, we have two versions of this one. And then his is just the one version that has the script in different color shirts, of, of course. But... Yeah. It comes in. Oh, it's only coming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, off the top of my I head. don't know. Uh, Usually, the text it could be a variety of white and black, depending on what's yeah. gonna pop on what color shirt. That's all it is. Yeah. We yeah. want when you buy a shirt from us, we want it to stand out, not yes. to be like. Eh. Um. But yeah, we try doing this once a month just to to show you what shirts we have uh, in stock. Um. We hope for next month and probably going into October, we'll show you some of our Halloween uh, outfits. We do currently have some on our Etsy shop, so you can always check there. Um. But yeah, a lot Halloween of content. And fall in general. Yeah, f- fall stuff. Just just in general, you know, I have some real cool things that I like me personally that I created, which is uh the pumpkin spice shirts. Um. I think I made a pumpkin spice mug also. Mm-hmm. So like, there's some cool cool stuff on there that I think people would dig and like. So check it out. The link is in the description. <sighs> now, fingers crossed that this records through the whole topic without cutting us off. But for the third time, <laughs> I want to talk about Chadwick Boseman's passing of this man being 43 years young, uh, passing away from colon cancer. Mm. And yeah, it's painful. Um. I don't know where to go with this since we pretty much talked about it two times and this we being the third. We are not trying to make light of this. Uh, we we were much more uh, sad the first time we were talking about it, but we feel Here's, like we're repeating ourselves. Uh, but we're going to have to because they haven't heard. To start from a new leaf. Um, Animal Crossing. It sucks. It, it really sucks. This hit me like 
like Pop Smoke's passing hit me, where it's like, here goes a, a black person that is killing it, being successful in his his career. Oh man, like there's there's no like there's no gimmicks. It's like you just knew what you got from Chadwick, and he did a lot of. You can tell he put a lot of effort in his work. Um, and it just sucks. It, it kind of it's like a smack in the face where you hear like, man, this guy died. Like, like why take this person? There's so many. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I hear you. I when you first came in and you were like, oh, do you want to be shocked? And he told me, I thought he was joking at first. So I would. Never I joke like I didn't. I was like, line. what? Like I just didn't see. I couldn't process that for a minute. I didn't see that one coming at all, which I know none of us did. Mm-hmm. But that just felt weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That one felt... It hurt. It, it felt hurt. unnatural. Um, And I know, again, not to be selfish, and it's been you know close to a week now uh, since we found out the news. I, some people are on the fence about this, about how you know there shouldn't be a Black Panther. Or there should be. I think there should be one just for what he meant. Chadwick and himself playing the role and just Black Panther um, being like that. I would say like top tier Marvel character because you had like Don Cheadle and he plays like kind of like the second Iron Man. Uh, I believe his character's War Machine or whatever. So he's like he's like there, but like not there. I feel like he wasn't even much there for like Endgame for what I'm remembering. Like he's a like a side character that's black. But, like, Black Panther was, like, well, the top one is going to be rocking through this whole, like, series. You're going to see him in, you know, multiple movies, um, wherever the Avengers would be and all that stuff. So, like, I feel like it hurts. Like, this guy was was killing it. We were holding it down. Like, Black Panther was a dope movie. Um, it held up, you know, against the top ones. I don't really consider Iron Man because I never liked the Iron Man once. But, like, Captain America and, like, all these other ones they've, they put out. Um, the Spider-Man movies where it's just like it held up and it probably did a lot better than the rest. It was the fact that it was record breaking and it was a billion dollar picture mm-hmm. is the thing because that really just Weren't doesn't they? happen. I could be totally mistaken on this. I feel like they were just playing this in February. They had like um like some like theaters were playing it for Black History Month. I don't know. I could be totally mistaken. <laughs> I don't on remember because that, that was right before Corona hit, and then everything's a blur. So. Could be totally mistaken, but it sounds <laughs> like that. I remember that happening. I believe. Um, like it just well, it hurts, man. So the thing with Black Panther two, it was uh, it was obviously inappropriate when people were like coming out, and that was the priority when like the second you found out he passed because Mm -hmm. you know celebrities are coming out and saying hey this was a person over a character like knock it off right now it's not it's not appropriate in that moment especially because people are like arguing over it and i'm like okay this doesn't have to be like another politics thing right now like it's not it's not a thing okay um i think there are people that are saying Black Panther 2 better not happen now because of this. And I just think that's not the way to look at it. Yeah. Um, yes, it'll be different. And yes, they're going to have to change things. But first of all, I don't see Marvel just scrapping it all together because they obviously they have forever had a lineup of movies and like kind of a strict schedule and like how everything ties in together and all of that so i don't see them just completely scrapping it um if anything one it could be a tribute and two um sure gonna be a tribute huh i feel like they have to well that's what i'm saying and so it could also um i i don't know how they're gonna rewrite it i don't that's not my thing but um I, I think it would be actually more insulting if they didn't do it. Because, mm-hmm. again, the movie as a whole was this pinnacle of success moment mm-hmm. for a community that is really suffering this year, especially. Not to say that, obviously, all of these issues have been forever, mm-hmm. but we're in the middle of a year that is very interesting. It's very, 
there's a lot of polar opposites, there's a lot of tension, and there's a lot of awakenings and um, all of this stuff. And for him to pass during all of this, I think is what is um, really hitting some people. Mm -hmm. Because again, yes, he did other great work, but Black Panther was that movie that was the thing for him that was the biggest one he had done that was the had the most eyes on it and it had it had the most impact because of the movie itself because of the cast because of what it meant to a generation and a community of people who again this was a billion dollar movie not only is that not a super common thing period but among a basically completely black cast pretty much it's basically unheard of and so this was a huge thing you know i just keep remembering do you remember the video of the little kids they had to be like in late elementary school or early middle school um in the lunchroom and they're all just dancing and they're like hey hey and they're like on the tables and they're like and it was supposed to be before they all went to like on a field trip to see black panther Mm -hmm. and that 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 is what gets me because again i think of how even just when we were children you know, there's this this there's this impactful photo I see online of the Barbie dolls and the dolls in general of how it's like there was no representation there either. Mm-hmm. When I was a child and it was like to every 50 white dolls, you got a black doll. Mm-hmm. And so when I see that video of all those children that excited, it really gets to me because it's like, it's the seeing yourself in a good light and it's seeing what's possible for you. And, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I'm getting emotional. But that is so important for everybody of every, who, whoever you are and whoever you are trying to be and however you look like and just all of it. I just I think of how important that is in that even you had said your the other day the little kids how that maybe some of the kids how are they processing it right now or how do you tell your child who mm-hmm. looked up to this man as their hero that he's chance. gone because as a child you know how it is you see someone in like a movie that you love or an artist or whoever and like that person can become your world that person can become who you want to become and like it's this whole you get wrapped up in it your whole room has the posters and like that is it and so especially again for that representation of be there was so so important and so i just think of like those moments and it just it gets me choked up i think about it all the time who said it who was it was it Either Pharrell or Kid Cudi came out like a week or two ago. We didn't talk about this, but he was like, um, you know, name a, a black superhero that, that doesn't have black in their name. And, you know, everyone, because he, automatically he's thinking about Black Panther, uh, but like there's others out there. And like the only thing is there's others that are written as cartoons. This was like the first one being right. like in a, in a movie. And I guess you could say Will Smith doing Hancock, sure. But, like, even Hancock, I believe, was, like, this, like, drunk guy and all. Like, this was, like, one that was just, like, eh. Yeah. I look back and, like, as a kid, like, the black superheroes I can think of all the time I had that, like, kind of, like, related to me. And, like, I I had, like, some of of an attachment to was um, Justice League when they had the black... um, green lantern Mm -hmm. i digged him because like wasn't a stereotype just a a, you know black guy just saving people just like the rest of the justice league Mm -hmm. and then they had um static shock for those left familiar and you know just a regular kid that was in high school and he you know has these electrical powers and that's it like and it was relatable like it Mm -hmm. just 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's needed for everyone to have like that person that they can sit and gravitate to and relate to. So mm-hmm. another Black Panther needs to happen, and mm-hmm. like you know, I think about it like let's say, however however far these Marvel movies go, and you know we have kids that are you know, I what would you say like maybe like five six something like that, and it's like they want to be like. You know, we want to watch this movie, or we saw like there's a Black Panther like movie that came out, you know, a long time ago. We want to see that, or something for whatever reason. And it's like you kind of want to show them that mm-hmm. like they're like <laughs> your skin color is in this. Like there, there's mm-hmm. you can be a superhero. You don't mm-hmm. have to be Superman or, or Flash or you know, I don't even know like Batman. Well, the ster- or the stereotypical roles that we see a lot of black people play. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be that and you you can and I think even expanding on the the cast as a whole not only in I think a lot of Marvel movies right now is what we're seeing, but especially in Black Panther to see powerful black women mm-hmm. and to see that as something that's what a generation is growing up on where my generation grew up on disney princesses and it's something that's something i've thought of sometimes is (sighs) it's very different it's very it's it's a different philosophy of we always grew up that the prince is going to come and save us versus i'm just a badass woman by myself and I'm going to do what I want to do and they're going to like it or not. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a very different philosophy. Um, and I think even like, if you want to expand even on that, we start to see that more. I think Disney is starting to expand in that more with movies like frozen, where it's not always the guy coming to save, you know, the sisters are together and the, they find themselves and all that kind of stuff. So, but I'm like that movie as a whole meant so much to so many people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I just think in that regard, I think, yes, we can't be just, just solely talking about whether it's being made or not right now. Um, but I do think they are definitely going to, I don't see them ever shutting that down. They're not going to, because if you want to go there you want and about I, the money. Aspect yeah. If you want to go there and I know this is like, not the mindset right now Mm -hmm. they're a business black panther was a massive hit Mm -hmm. you really think that they're going to not make another because you know that enough people would go to see it to make it worthwhile even if there's some people that'll boycott it Mm -hmm. you know it's still going to be a success that second one with chadwick would have probably killed it it on top of of the water yeah but i think even Even now it's like i well i think even more so maybe in some ways because again it's like a tribute and it's like a it's showing your support yes like like this means even maybe more now arguably so i they're not gonna drop it so (laughs) that's not a thing but um another thing oh and um do you also remember on on relating to some of the things from back in the day? Do you remember when uh, NK, Endgame came out and uh, there was a clip going around of when Black Panther, a few people showed up from Black Panther and like the whole theater was like oh, yeah, screaming. I yeah, I that was circulating again and oh, I, I liked man. it again because I'm like, oh, and I remember when I was in the theater. Like, oh man, they got help now. That was exciting. <laughs> yeah. That was exciting because yes, obviously, like everybody ended up coming together, mm-hmm. but to see them. That was that was cool. That was really yep. cool. Yeah. So, um, but there is also there's a tweet going around which I think is worth mentioning um, that when a celebrity like Chadwick passes, there is usually a number of spikes in suicides, um, mm-hmm. just because again of how much this person can mean Thought to some people. This. You have to at the end of the day, you have to think about there are really people out there that that might be the only person that they have in their life that they feel like they can like look up to or relate to because you know family ain't always there well maybe no friends maybe they're bullied whatever the case even it doesn't even have to be that um 
Amanda Seals, for example, she was just like the when she found out the information that he passed away. Like she was on Instagram. Um, do you, for oh, to give context to you and for people that aren't familiar, she was the light skinned like friend of uh, of Issa Rae and Insecure. Um, and she like she was like full on like crying and like just just hurt by it. So it's like you don't have to be like that like down mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm that thought not to come in your head and oh, yeah. possibly act on it totally it's yeah because i get it like it's it it sucks it's like it, when someone again when someone dies like that that has so much hope and potential and positivity and it's just giving and giving and you just like it doesn't even have to be anything to you mm-hmm. um in a way you felt like you knew this person just based on like their interviews and their the movies and just what they have contributed to your life not knowing this person it's mm-hmm. just yeah mm-hmm. it just it hurts so if you need that which there's no judgments here the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255 um i think it's important that definitely when things like this happen mm-hmm. talk to someone just because you may think it's silly but it's not um and i think again that's kind of what we're talking about is so important here is um someone like this especially had a lot of impact and a lot of positive impact and and would have continued that so um yeah so that's that's important there but um he definitely he showed a lot of strength for working through being so ill the past few years um and I mean, I I respect the fact that he didn't make it well known because he let huge successes like Black Panther and the impact that that made, he let that be the spotlight instead of, oh, but he was sick. So mm-hmm. instead of it being like, this was great because he did it while sick, it was, no, this was great because of what it meant mm-hmm. and as a work of art and all that. So... um I think that's incredible. And you know what's even more incredible? The fact that his circle was tight. Because you know people knew at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He couldn't keep it a secret from everybody. So whether it was cast members or crew or whoever had to know, the fact that nobody ever leaked anything. I saw a post that it basically was saying, like, those are the friends we all hope to have. Mm-hmm. Because come on, for four years, no one leaked anything for their financial benefit, for their tea moment, their 15 seconds of fame. It wasn't even a rumor. Nothing. Nothing. And even when you saw him looking a little more sickly earlier this year, no still, no one just addressed it. It was a respect thing that it's like, no, you just, this is your life, you know? And that's huge to me i'm like that really Mm -hmm. is that's the friends and family everybody hopes for because yeah yeah wow and just yeah but several moments in his career of course uh the past few years now knowing this uh definitely get me emotional um one is the fact that he like made it a priority to um go and see cancer patients at St. Jude's and make things about them knowing he was going through that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that's incredible. He actually, so I don't know if, have you seen this where he actually gets emotional talking about it? It's basically, he gets emotional um, about trading letters with kids with terminal cancer who passed before they got to see Black Panther. Um, knowing himself like he had it and I just oh and then there's the Jimmy Fallon one that keeps circulating that's a good one you guys need to watch that of uh it's like five minutes long and it's it's people basically talking to a poster uh of Black Panther and how much that meant to them and then of course he surprises mm. them man the chills oh, feeling listen get your tissues I'm feeling during this topic your tissues because I remember crying when that first came out I was like that is too much now whole other level whole other level Mm -hmm. so yeah 
So I love how each of the three times we recorded this, we kind of went a different way <laughs> with our conversation. So sorry that we don't have uh, all of that in here, but I think this was a good conversation. And we're 25 yeah. minutes in and it's still recording. So we're doing so good, guys. Yeah. Like we're making progress. Um, but do you have right. anything else? I'm good. I'm ready to hop something else. I'm sad okay. to talk about death. I just want no more of it for the rest of the year. That's unlikely, but thanks. I, I mean, even just with Corona and everything. Thanks. It's <laughs> All right. But yeah, so. So I want to talk about this news from Joe Budden this uh, past week about him saying that he's taking his podcast off Spotify because the company is pillaging his audience. Um, Joe Budden on his podcast was telling uh, everyone um, he doesn't know where his podcast will be once their deal is up come like September 23rd, but he can tell you where it will not be, which will be Spotify, which was shocking. And they kind of been hinting for the, you know, the last few months, um, how like their contract is coming up and yeah, after him, like detailing things and, and outlining it, it's okay for those that aren't familiar at least for me you can speak on your your own behalf like i i've been a youtube partner and where partners are like yo we'll give you this and this and that we'll connect you and we'll network mm-hmm. you know all that stuff and then you sign and mm-hmm. they don't they don't give you anything mm-hmm. they don't there's no real help there mm-hmm. there's no benefit they just want to ride on your coattails of your success to make money off it um and that's what i i got from this spotify deal um you know i believe we weren't podcasting at the time we podcasted after that maybe six months after this uh which i think believe got me inspired to like wanting to do this podcast and after hearing this deal it's just wow i find it interesting because isn't that it's a bold move i feel like on his part not knowing any of the details because isn't this like a huge payday what are you talking about being like being exclusive on spotify isn't that a huge thing nope oh well they make okay it i'm gonna like break this. it down we're gonna get into it so that here's here's a, here's what i learned um from it essentially what i understood from joe was let's say let's say that so joe rogan he puts his videos on youtube mm-hmm. and he's only getting a hundred million from youtube for you know from his videos being on there these are dollars. Hundred dollars. Hundred million. What? Hundred million dollars. That's great. He finds he's I'm getting a hundred million dollars from putting his videos on YouTube, but the value—that's not the true value of like of that. Like mm-hmm. realistically, he should be getting. Uh, I said hundred million. He should be getting five hundred million dollars from his views on YouTube. Okay. But because YouTube is like we're gonna give you this and then we're gonna keep the rest yeah you know so this that's essentially what is happening and he he explained this where and i don't remember this to the t and i'm not sure if amy schumer's doing it but how amy schumer started a podcast out of the blue and it's kind of weird um and then they they also announced that you know joe budden because they sound signed deals around the same time so they put amy schumer's podcast out first assuming she's a celebrity she has the bigger you like you know I don't know what you want to call it, like bigger crowd. Yeah. So they put her out there. Doesn't do well. Joe kills it. Getting millions of people checking in, you know, for these episodes that come out twice a week, constantly killing it. Their numbers, I I guess within the first few months, they beat what they were like their numbers on the contract. So to be fair, though, wasn't like Joe was already into podcasting. Was Amy Schumer? No, but that's so, what they try to do. They took, they just got Michelle Obama. Spotify just got them. They're okay, trying to get but, Kim. Like they're okay, trying to get people. That I, I aren't. think, but that's my point. Is maybe he obviously did better because he was he already had a podcast but following. I think that's that. different than a celebrity following. But they don't. They didn't believe that. They're going by the people that are actually bigger celebrities, thinking that they're going to bring a crowd in. Like, that's why, again, they just signed Michelle Obama. And is Michelle Obama doing better than Joe? Because, granted, yeah, I want to check out Michelle's podcast. But 
I'm not really in a rush to go listen to Michelle's podcast. Right. What is she talking about that's interesting compared to what I'm getting from Joe every every you know twice a week? And that's what like every everyone he kept tried putting against him. Spotify bought Gimlet, uh, which is a huge like podcasting network. You could say mm-hmm. had a bunch of shows on it. They're not as successful as Joe. So you keep bringing up more people onto your your platform, but I keep. Like I keep killing it. No matter who you're, you're adding on to this. I'm, I'm the value. Like what you're, what you're giving me, and what I'm providing you. And then, Joe's episodes are notoriously long. They're like they're like two, three hours long. <laughs> I'm aware because you'll start listening to it, and then you don't finish that episode for days because you keep like doing little nuggets here and there. I, I gotta finish oh it. Oh my gosh, I'm always listening to Joe Button talking in our living room. <laughs> So, and he—it's he, smart. He's breaking down this as to why he does it, which is seeing how long people are are listening for. And we like to stick it with it within an hour because I feel like that's feasible for me, I and like, I only do it for Joe as the exception. Well, right, and same. Honestly, when it comes to podcasts, for me, I feel like if I saw over an hour, I don't, I don't want to. As it is, I like digestible podcast like nuggets of like if you have like a 15 20 minute podcast that's perfect because that's an easier like i don't like that i can okay well also my topics are different than you i don't mine want to are, 50 i want an my, hour okay mine are more like business and self-development related okay. so i feel like it makes sense to do pockets of them and absorb that but i'll do up to an hour because i do like some of those but I over that I'm I like feed, that's a lot at once. I feel like you're not feeding me if your podcast is three minutes or less. As far as that's the, the false, it's totally me. dependent on the topic. Okay, I'm you're because yes, for, for you and I, I like long form content. Right, when you and I go into these multiple stories, yes, because we obviously we spent almost a half hour just talking about Chadwick. So yes, that makes sense. But when it comes to if you're just talking about like this business yeah, strategy or it. something. Eh. you also don't want to drag it on if there's nothing else to talk uh, about but back to joe here i the spotify keeps buying people and bringing them onto the platform <laughs> joe's podcast is still outperforming everyone that keeps coming along that's not surprising at no point so they you know similar to our caller daddy that we talked about a few months ago how they um you have certain like goalposts in your contract once you get this we'll give you you know this Mm -hmm. bonus we'll give you that so within the first few months of them being on spotify they already knocked it out yeah so here comes like a year later and they're like uh like you know i know we knocked everything out but like do we get a bonus now and everything and i guess one of the executives at spotify (laughs) they're like we can't give you a bonus but we can you know i guess they were like downplaying it they were like we can give you a trip to this and then after after like some back and forth talking they're like no we're not going to give you a trip um then they scaled down and essentially got to the point where they're like uh we can get you some watches but it's not even new watches we can get you some used watches <laughs> like you, you have to listen to these episodes they put out last week well not you but like anyone you can listening. have this chocolate bar it's not a it's it's even better than hershey's it's a little it's a little more lavish than that it's not the most expensive chocolate but you can have this chocolate bar that's like what this <laughs> feels like it's and how that's a slap in the face and i salute joe like 100 percent of how much like information he's giving because right, that's nerve-wracking i didn't think about this but yeah and jay-z has said this before where like these record labels and like these now we're moving to streaming platforms yeah these streaming platforms need these artists right. they don't need the, the platform mm-hmm. so it's like if i'm bringing you millions of people listening for hours on your platform and then they're playing songs because joe plays songs at the end of their podcast they pick a i don't know that they're Maybe it could be whatever whatever it is, whether it's like an old mm-hmm. song or whatever they play. And then those people are probably going on Spotify and being like, oh, I'm going to save those songs. I've done it a few times. And, you know, after them doing like a two, three hour podcast of them staying on that platform, 
Now here they go, and they're staying on it more by them looking at the music that Joe just shared on Spotify or on whatever platform it is, more so probably on Spotify, of these songs that you can add to your playlist now for you to stay on it even more. So it's like Spotify sitting there using you, not paying mm-hmm. you for the value that you, you are bringing to the platform, and just like, it's whatever. There's an issue, I guess, even podcasting's tough especially podcasting gets tough in the later times of the of the years um when it's like your numbers kind of get a little choppy because around thanksgiving and christmas depending on your audience mm-hmm. um we, we were thinking about that after our first what winter mm-hmm. going through and our numbers were like good they even went higher mm-hmm. during that period which was shocking um but like that's always like you're unsure and like mm-hmm. during that period between christmas and new year's they're like we want to have you know a break like we've been doing two episodes we were doing that for a good while mm-hmm. doing two episodes a week these episodes are two three hours long that's crazy like can we get a break and spotify was like well uh, we don't know i mean maybe you can pre-record an episode isn't that and it's like you guys don't know my audience. Like, they're not going to go anywhere. It's kind of like that fear. Like, mm-hmm, when you have, mm-hmm. like, what the YouTube thing, where mm-hmm. it's like YouTubers always felt like they had to always have some pre recorded thing whenever they were gone for like a month or whatever. That, and it's like, oh my God, can we talk about how it's a YouTuber thing that if you were on a schedule and then you stopped, or like, even if you were sick or whatever happened, and you always have to come back and apologize for not for not being there or not having something. Mm-hmm. It was always like this big deal. And I was even wrapped up in that. It's so annoying. Like, yep. you're still a human, but somehow it's like, oh, if I missed a day or two days or whatever, but it's the biggest deal. Things have changed now where it's like, it's not... If people are following you and liking you and supporting you, they like you for you. Yeah, you can be gone. Like it sucks sometimes on podcasts. You know they'll they'll take a break during those like slower times uh, for Christmas and New yeah. Year's, Thanksgiving, and I get it. Totally but understand. It's like a lot of think about that. A lot of people with average jobs do that too. Exactly. Like it's, so, it's not that uncommon, and I think we get so wrapped up in with content creators and small businesses mm-hmm. and all these avenues that somehow they have to not do that they they have to be on all the time and trust me we are like i can speak from a small business standpoint we're definitely on all the time but we deserve some days off too some holidays some whatever to just be with our family and relax and choose to do what we want to do so the reason joe even signed the spotify deal was to get information um title which was jay-z which is jay-z's streaming platform he asked jay flat out like um can i can i like see your like your back end stuff do that that the stuff you normally wouldn't see yeah and jay-z was like no like i'm not showing you my i can't think of the what the name is for it but essentially the stuff you wouldn't see unless you're high up in the company all that stuff well yeah so um spot he when he had his meeting with spotify he asked if he could see it and they said yes turns out it was a no and he's like hello like he appreciates how jay-z's just like flat out like no i'm not showing you this information yeah. um another great take was <clears throat> how he made a, a comment saying everyone's not looking to feed the soil some are just looking to take the fruit mm-hmm. and that goes to what spotify mm-hmm. is doing with joe rogan come actually this yeah this month september well yeah i found that funny because i'm like he's coming in when he's leaving so is that like a coincidence Mm, possibly i'm not sure because this had to be in the works a little longer than just not sure because joe also said in his podcast that no one has reached out to them to negotiate their deal and normally that would happen, you know, being three to six months or whatever before your contract ends. So it's just like, uh, and not that they would want to now, but it's just like, uh, uh, oh, hold up. Before I even get into that, again, check out this episode, the last two episodes they put out because it, it details it way better than I could. But <laughs> Spotify came with one agreement, I think like a year in, about how essentially they wanted to take everything that everyone had it, it was pretty much like a, a give me all you have mm-hmm. so they wanted to take 
Joe had like the pull-up series, wanted to take that. Um, anything Rory did, he wants to take. They want to take what he did. Anything Maul did, they want to take what he had. Parks, you want to make an album with someone? We're gonna take what you know. We're gonna take that. We want to take everything and bring it to Spotify exclusively. Mm-hmm. But the what they were offering, the value to the money exchange was not worth it. And one thing, going back to the caller daddy thing, is you don't want to give up your your IP, your inter inter. Goddamn, can you say it better than me? Because I don't. I don't know the word you're in, trying to say. Goddamn, it's essentially your your original product, your original thing. Like this, okay. like Page and the Simpsons is ours. We don't want to give up rights of this business that we are building. Right. Saying yo, we can give you guys, you know what's a, what's a number that that is reasonable for us we can give you guys a hundred thousand a year if you you know sign over the podcast rights to us mm-hmm. um you know we'll give you bonuses as you head intellectual property yes there you go uh, <laughs> I, I, I was like i was racking my brain i'm like IP, i couldn't i, I know what do we all i couldn't say it properly yeah. i tongue twist myself yeah but got it <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just it's grimy how these companies are signing Joe Rogan, for example, and all his content's gonna be there except for his clips, which his clips are going to be a guiding tool to bring you over to Spotify. Mm-hmm. So he's doing the same thing that he they did with Joe two years ago, and doing it with Joe Rogan on a major scale. Mm-hmm. Now, granted. Joe Rogan may be cool with that. He may have gotten the value of what his podcast right. is worth. Right. We don't know, but it's just or like, he it's may wild. just be okay with it because let's let's be real. At the end of the day, not everyone gets the value of what it's worth, but they'll also just do it. I don't you know. know. Some people are just like, well, this is a better opportunity. I don't know, but it it really it makes me look at these deals differently when you're like. That's true. They just want they want your audience. That's it. They don't they don't care about you. Maybe that's why they didn't talk about renewing with Joe Budden because they were in talks with Joe Rogan and maybe what they're paying Joe Rogan is already so much that Dog, Joe they want to go Michelle Obama, right. possibly Kim so Kardashian. So like maybe they're trying to go that way. It, again, it makes completely no sense. Completely no sense cuz yes, you can't like numbers don't lie but maybe that's why i'm so curious to know how this michelle obama podcast is doing because like no offense to michelle obama great woman (sighs) there's nothing that really is moving me to listen to anything that she's saying yeah like i hear her book is good and like i would argue like that would probably be something to check out but a podcast is that's different i don't know i'm not really my issue, and I feel like the reason people go to like Joe's, why his podcast is so successful, is because he keeps it honest and real, and it's just it's a conversation with your friends that you're listening in on. Um, similar to how we kind of keep this podcast, which is a conversation between both of us mm-hmm. that everyone is listening in on, um, and how I, I kind of like that feel. Yeah. Um, where I feel like Michelle Obama's one is probably gonna be very like produced mm-hmm. and very like pg and that's that's, that's good it fits her avenue but eh, like that's what true. is kim kardashian's gonna be we're gonna tune in every now and then when she has kanye on and he spazzes out and we want to listen to the tea that he's gonna say but i don't really care about listening to kim like talk about right anything. because we already know everything about her life anyway that's the problem <laughs> because like, everything's already televised or on social media you know 10 times a day or whatever so that's that's but a little they, different. Yeah. And it's just like they just come for your audience. They just want your audience to come over here. And and I, it really sucks. I really feel like Apple should be playing a part of this podcast thing. Because all they did was create the app. And they're like, yeah, we have the market share over here. And we don't mm-hmm. really care that much. But I'm like, Apple, you guys are trying to do content stuff. Right. You're like, oh, you already have stuff yep. on our phone. Just just do it. Yep. Um, I just had to talk about that because that's just wild. Dog, where are we at with time? 44. Oof. We're getting into the tea. I'm going to skip ahead on some topics. Um, we'll talk about this real briefly. Real briefly. Real, real, real quick. Uh, I want to talk about Nikki Haley saying America is not a racist country. 
during the the Republican uh, convention that happened this past week. That is a wild statement to say, lady. America is not racist. And then after the fact, who came out after? I think it was Donald Trump Jr. that said, like, we need to stop with this racism or something like that. It's like, come on now. like Then talk stop? to your dad. What? If he's saying we have to stop with this racism, talk to your oh, dad. Yeah. And he, he, he agreed with the police thing, how, like, we need to, like, fix things. I'm like, what are we talking about then? Like, what's the... <laughs> I don't understand it. Mm-mm. But to say America is not a racist country, we started off <laughs> disliking the people. The very foundation of it. We is, killed Indians yeah. just just because. Like, dog, we could have it could have been a completely different world had we not killed people that were here and then went and carved faces into stone, into some mountain. I'm still shook that in school, and I understand you have to like make kids understand stuff at their own level. Mm-hmm. But I'm still shook that when we're younger, you know, they teach us that Indians and pilgrims just sat around a table and had <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner and everything was la-di-da and amazing. And I'm like, what? That's that's not how that went. It's when ridiculous. was that had? When were, where was the friendliness? Like, I... So it's very interesting because from a very young age, you're already programmed to believing a certain way. I and wasn't. it's, it's, well. Exactly. My next issue uh, during that whole like Republican stuff, dog, how do you say you're for black people? Bring out these token black people mm-hmm. to go and talk on your behalf and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Not to talk about the civil unrest that's happening or the the shooting that happened with Jacob Blake that everyone is talking about. Uh, Breonna Taylor. Someone, I think, even Nikki Haley brought up Breonna Taylor in her speech, and she's like, "Stop talking!" Like, unless you're gonna do something about the situation we're in, stop. I saw a, a something from what was it, the New York Times and like an opinion piece, and someone made a good point that yeah, Trump is not the president of law and order like he's the president of law and disorder like he's not controlling anything the coronavirus was pushed on to governors like it wasn't Mm -hmm. he didn't and that's why a few podcast episodes ago he said like common sense is like that's the fight we're, we're dealing with like people not having the common sense yep it's pretty clear what we're going through we're brushing it off if we're not impacted by it i don't care like like if my guns and my freedoms aren't taken away in front of my face it's not happening mm-hmm. ridiculous uh, i just had to talk about that um just trying to skate on through because guys we like to keep this within an hour if we go over a little bit that's fine the next thing I want to talk about is something that's completely different than all these topics that we have covered, and it just—it's an icebreaker to get away from the wildness. What? That's an understatement. Oh. So, <laughs> get ready, guys. Brace yourselves. <laughs> so, this this woman called the cops because she thought store bought meat was a penis. Yeah. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> So, after finding an oddly shaped penis, what? oh god, god damn, my bad. An oddly shaped. <laughs> my bad. Sir. My bad. Sir, where is your mind? After finding an oddly shaped piece of meat in her groceries, the Akron, Ohio woman freaked out, calling the health department and the police. So this lady went. She called the house health department. She didn't get an answer. Obviously, they're busy doing whatever health departments do. <laughs> so she goes and calls the police for whatever reason. Like the police are gonna do something about it. But okay, let me let me get into this article here. Um, so she put the meat on a plate and realized that it looked less like a piece of pork or poultry and more like a piece of um a man <laughs> it's got the folds she said oh prodding it with a fork <laughs> upon further investigation there's a hole at the tip oh no 
Oh, no. So this lady then became convinced that the meat was actually a human penis. And her first call, like I said, it was to the health department, but no one answered. So she called the cops. Several officers came to her house. And according to this lady, um, they weren't immediately convinced that it wasn't a penis. Wait, so they thought so, too. That wasn't well okay so i feel like it's not that crazy to call the cops if you think maybe this was like They're a like, cover-up kind of situation because then the like police. this is like what was this a homicide or something i'm and, not calling the police i feel like that's some movie stuff where like oh my god they chopped out the body i mean it's possible it could uh, happen right? oh my gosh <laughs> this lady i guess this is from her facebook account because they took like a little screenshot here that's like this is an article from vice also um what listen yes i washed it off before cooking it but it didn't look like that until i cooked it ma'am you, you know it shrinks <laughs> <laughs> okay okay this is too Oh, she did a Facebook Live video. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Um, so the police came. They examined it. And it is, in fact, and so they said, it, in fact, it was a penis. Of, they're calling a medical examiner, Sir. medical examiner out now for the coroner in the coroner because somebody is missing their stuff. Um, this uh, <laughs> That's kind of traumatizing. Uh, I'm trying to trying to go through this because they have a bit. So to go on, save a lot. This is what she got it at. Has got a lot of explaining to do. Um, I put in parentheses. Some poor man died or maybe sick alive with his penis. One of the commenters wrote, uh, "Very sad praise." She was live streaming. Um, so that's what they were saying. Um, during the follow up video, she said that she believed that her home could be investigated investigated as a crime scene and mentioned that the police officers would have to take the pot that the mystery meat had been cooked in that they were at uh, at their car Googling stuff while they waited for additional personnel to arrive. Um, the Akron police did deliver the meat to the Summit County Medical Examiner's Office where Tess determines that it was an unfortunately shaped but otherwise normal piece of pork. All right, this is like bringing me so, through so many emotions. <laughs> You're like, oh, the business is real? Because you just said it was, in fact, a penis, and now you just said it was just a piece of pork. Well, yeah, now that they got it brought to the medical, medical examiner. Uh, this is a roller coaster. Uh, so the official's conclusion is that it was most likely a pigtail, as the label on the package indicated. That's a... So was it the first a, time this lady got a pigtail and didn't realize? That's a thick pigtail. I have no and idea. Aren't pigtails curly? Are are they not in real life? Is that a cartoon thing? I don't. I don't know. Nor do I want to know. How does that resemble? I don't know. I don't want to know. All right. All right. Yeah. I, you know what it is for me? It's when she said there was a hole at the end of it. I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Um, the visuals. I have one other topic probably we're going to touch on, oh, but so you want to talk about... That. So that's that's all that yeah, was. Yeah, that's all I had to say. I had to share that because I was just like, what the That heck? was a oh, random, random tidbit. I gotta throw... I, you know, it was all he like heavy topics. I like to throw things in there. It's just throw it all. Um, you want to talk about this Bella Thorne thing. I really don't want to touch on Jeffree Star other than, eh, get out of here, Jeffrey. No one cares. Okay. <laughs> that's my thoughts. Any thoughts on Jeffrey? Any two points? No. No points? cool again that was like last week's topic so i don't really i mean have... it's it came out because the reason it's it's more this week because mm -hmm. uh um i believe the person that he's with is like a former nba player i believe that makes sense because he looks super tall um is what i i found out and like i saw on twitter i don't know who the girl is but i guess it's like ex-girlfriend they were like he left her to go with him and it was like like yeah that's attractive like woman versus like jeffrey and she's like yeah the only thing okay i'm not defending him but the only reason that why that's kind of rude is because again that kind of puts down sexuality and fluidity and i don't know what's talking about sexuality like i'm not i'm just if you look 
okay, dog, if I put two people side by side, you can see which one is more attractive than the other. I'm not talking about, I'm going by looks. I'm not going by I who, mean, like. Is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, know. well, to most of the Twitterverse and probably to us, if I showed you the girl versus Jeffrey, you'd be like, yeah, she looks yes, a lot better. Yes, because to me, Jeffrey is not attractive. Wow, how dare you say that? It's to me, but wow. what I'm saying is that's why it's in the eye of the beholder. Well, it's not, I'm not putting down his like, gender or how he wants to identify. I'm s- simply saying that, dog, bro, bro. Because you, you can't even her. argue. That's interesting because you can't really argue it's a money thing if he was a part of the NBA. Mm, you don't know. Mm, true. You don't Jeffrey know. definitely probably has more money. Uh, no that. one... Uh, Let's just say this. He wasn't someone that I was familiar with, but granted, I'm not big on the, N- right. the NBA. Um, you want to talk about this Bella Thorne thing, which I don't, I don't really have, have. I don't oh, have okay. much. It was going to wrap more into the Joe Budden thing, but we moved on and now you made it a thing. Oh, well, this is why we had so, notes for you to put things in. But we we said ahead of this when we were starting to film the first one. Well, what did you want to talk about with Bella Thorne? I didn't life? have too much. It was going to wrap into the Joe uh, Budden the point stuff, is, but now it doesn't really. Going back to Joe Budden and now Italian Bella Thorne, dog, she came in, stole and messed everything up, and now we're sitting here. People out- only fans. People outside of the U.S. are impacted because now they're limited on what they can tip, what they can post on their OnlyFans. Yeah. All that stuff, they can't all because make of the Bellator. same amount of money. They can't get a, a bigger tip anymore. Like all this um, stuff, which the reason I'm tying it in with all this is because it was like what Joe was saying on the podcast, and I can't remember what the line was now. I thought you were going to bring it up, um, of how like certain people like ruining it for others. Yeah, when you bring and, celebrities in, it causes this. Yeah, shit. and it's like she didn't have to come in here and make a million dollars on OnlyFans, when people have been thriving on OnlyFans more than ever since the virus started, and that sex workers have had safe work mm-hmm. on there, and things like that. It's like, she's this person, she's so random, and she's just trying to be in the spotlight wherever she can because she's kind of a mess. And it's like, that was so unnecessary. And it's like, especially as a celebrity, you're fine. Let the actual average people who are thriving off this enjoying it whatever do it mm-hmm. like don't do that it's the same thing when like tiktok started taking off and we were all having fun and some people were blowing up and it was a thing and all that and then celebrities started joining you got again DJ Khaled, Jason Derulo all the celebrities in, like oh, all the Will celebrities Smith. and so now now they are getting all the views and all the attention and all the clout and all the everything again mm-hmm. when tiktok was exclusively like a normal person app mm-hmm. and it was amazing and we were supporting each other and it was awesome and it's like i get being everywhere on social media as a business and celebrities are a business so i get it but at the same time you know what that's gonna do you're obviously bigger. You have more of a following. You have more of an influence. So you're going to change things about how it was built um, and what it was meant for. And that just frustrates to me. To detail the issue with the Bella Thorin thing for those that haven't heard about this, because it's like it's it's semi blown up. Yeah. I'll say yeah. Um, it's because she said that she was going to post like a nude picture or something like that. And turns out she lied. Wasn't the case. So a bunch of people asked for a refund, like tons of people asked for a refund. And it hurt OnlyFans because now they have to refund everyone back. So they had to change up the rules. Um, it doesn't impact people in the U.S. I mean, it could change in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but it affects a lot of people outside the country. So, you know, a lot of European people, um, just wherever you're at, it, it hurts you mm-hmm. and your pockets. Because there are other people outside of the U.S. that are thriving on mm-hmm. OnlyFans because of the worldwide web mm-hmm. that we all traffic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that just frustrated me. Yeah. Like, celebrities don't always have to make everything about them. You guys are fine. Like, you're, you you can be in your little famous bubble. Like, let us let us have something nice. Like, I like how Cardi came in on OnlyFans with their deal. But, her, like, hers is, like, she was straight up where it's, like, it's not going to be any of that stuff. And it's going to be more so of, like, a separate place for me to address gossip um, and kind of just have her yeah. own, like, hub for, like, if you're a true fan, right. you can go there, pay, and and be a part of it. Right. Um, which is good. No one has an issue with. But Bella Thorne is just ridiculous. Yep. Um, 
lastly, the last topic that we're going to cover here, which I find is super interesting and I want to get your thoughts on. And this is kind of going to take over the, the place of the relationship advice topic. Um, there's an article from Apple Insider saying how an iPhone uh, makes you 76% more attractive on dating apps. Facts. Dog. <laughs> I'm going to say this now. Regardless on what it is, dating apps, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, I don't know what it is. Whenever I see a person, whether it be a guy or girl, uh, take a, a selfie or whatever, or more so when you're in the mirror, and I see your phone, and it's not an iPhone, it could be an iPhone 4 for all I care. I'm kind of just like, oh, you got an Android. Like it's no. just, it, there's a classism with the iPhone. I don't know. What oh, there it is. is. Oh, there is. No, that's I always experience that when it comes to texting. <laughs> when it turns green, or like when you put a new contact in your phone, you don't know and if what they have. You and don't see FaceTime light up. It doesn't turn blue, and you're yeah. just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so terrible. It's terrible to say out loud, uh, but. Yeah, there's like an actual thought process there. Um, I can't. It's well, like politics. They're two very different sides. I haven't. Well, of course I haven't. Online dating was like a thing for us, like you know, before we were in this relationship. So I can't really think of if that swayed my view when I was talking to girls back then. But it probably did. Like, if I saw you, that you had an iPhone, I feel like, yeah, even the pictures I had, you saw I had an iPhone. Like, mm-hmm. it just it just shows that, like, it, the reason probably for that is, here's my thought, you can get an Android phone for the low for, like, $300, $400. An iPhone, you know you had to spend, like, from 700 to, you know, 14 at this point. Mm-hmm. $1,400. Um, yeah. It sucks. Wait, here's a good question. Whenever, whenever we have kids, decades from now, like when they're like of of age, of reasonable age okay, to have a cell phone. I'm like, how long are we waiting? When they're able to have a cell phone, <laughs> would you give them an iPhone? I mean, first of all, things may be different by then. Dog, Apple's still gonna be around. But. I mean, I'll put money on well, that. Well, when they're a certain age, sure. But I'm like, I hate these when there's five-year-olds that have them. Like, I don't agree with that. Would you give but, them a watch? I mean, if maybe they wanted it as like a Christmas gift or something. Dog, they better sure. have like some little like tag device I can throw in like my kid's backpack or something. Track them all the time. Okay. She's saying she's not for it. That's what that I'm not, is. but I'm like, we were just talking about a watch, but okay. Because I'm like, hold up, watches you may take off. I don't want to waste all that money if you're going to just take it off. Daddy, this, this, this is uncomfortable. And Again, just... if they talk like that, they shouldn't be getting any of these devices. <laughs> that is too young, sir. <laughs> oh, God. I'm talking like, you know, if they're a preteen or a teen or something, and maybe like the watch, like, you know, as a Christmas gift or something like that. Like, no, I'm not just going to freaking hand my kid whatever they want as far as all these expensive devices. But... If they slowly like accumulate them, kind of like what we did, whatever. What if they're like, Mom, Dad, my friends all have phones. Like, can I get an iPhone specifically? Oh gosh, that's I can't where do parenting an Android. comes in. I can't have an Android. I can't be looking like everyone else that doesn't have money. I never said they would get an Android. It's such a stigma. That sucks. <laughs> I gotta have friends that's that just. That's not all it is, though. Some people do genuinely like those things better. Like what? The Androids. Or no, the I'm saying the other... stigma that like iPhone people are are like up there even when you're not up there pretty much um because yeah like i have friends that like android just because they like it they like to yeah. customize things i just like my phone to work so i don't touch android same. like same and it's just it's easier for me it's easier to understand exactly i just want my phone and to every work. and now everything syncs up so it's like with my computer and everything like that's how they get you to She's telling you that she's in the garden, Apple, and you guys have her money. She's ready to drop money on those headphones when you bring them out this year. And a new Mac. Uh, that, yeah, that's probably within the she, next couple of years. Throw, she's ready to give you all the money for years to come. You're welcome. Make you a $5 trillion company in no time. Probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right on that note i'm gonna i'm done i'm tapped out the fact that we did this for the third time is just draining look to at me. that we love you guys uh, you're welcome right, we guys. hope it was worth it this is gonna be our last ad of the episode as always um please check out our good feeling apparel shop on our etsy uh page the link is in the description down below i'm rocking my ambition shirt as you can see, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, a little, yeah, as you, yeah, and you're rocking your 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 WAP shirt because you got wop, that WAP. Wop, wop, wop. You know what? I'm done. What is it about the end of these episodes? Every time lately, you gotta make some dirty remark. It's not fun if. Well, that's that. Never mind. What? <laughs> I was gonna say it's not fun if the homies can't get the. I'm like, hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> what am I? You gonna pass me around like a piece of meat? As long as it's not penis shaped. Oh Jesus! All right, I'm done. You walked right into that one. Okay. Oh <sighs> uh, yeah, check that out, guys. Guys, I see that the the fam is growing. I see it growing, and I just want to know everyone's thoughts, their questions, their opinions, their views. All that good stuff. The dog is getting ready because she's like, yo, they're wrapping up. It's time <laughs> to go. She knows. It's weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Simpsons. Link is in the description for you to do that. Also, don't forget that you should totally give us five stars, five stars oh, on, on that. our app store or the, the podcast app in the Apple yeah. store. If I even said that right. But yeah, you know where to go. Give us those five stars and say how much you love our podcast. Yeah. Um, you you kind of cut me off. So now I'm like that. I want to put it in there because you you keep forgetting to say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't want to send a voice message, that's fine. That's cool. You don't, we don't have to hear your voice. That's fine. You can send us an email at patronofsimpsons at gmail.com. Also in the description. Check that out. Um. With that being said, guys, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day. And hopefully this podcast and the video recorded all without error. And if it did not, then I'm sorry. <laughs> With that being said, I'm Shadell, co-host of Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.